0: From my one-bedroom lower flat that I rent in Detroit, this is Complete Me, a show where I check things off one radio story at a time. I am Laura Herberg. In the inaugural episode of this podcast, I'll be attempting to run an errand. That might sound a little boring, but this is no trip to the bank. This is an errand I've been unable to complete for nearly three years. The journey will take me to the doorstep of a house here in Detroit. I'm going to look in the window. I'm trying to think if any of this furniture was here when I lived here. Uh, I don't think it was. We'll get there. But first, a little background. So, I have a history of leaving musical instruments places and not being able to pick them up. It's happened twice. The first time I was in high school, I used to play the trumpet, but then my sophomore year, I quit. And on the last day of school that year, I forgot to pick it up from the band room.
1: Starting then, I guess, at the beginning of 11th grade, I fairly frequently asked you, Will you go get your trumpet and bring it home?
0: This is my mom.
1: And you just never did. That continued on and through your senior year, and I would ask you to bring your trumpet home. And you never did. And at the end of senior year, you didn't bring it home.
0: I never brought it home. My mom still gives me shit for the trumpet incident. Over a decade later, I did basically the same thing. I left another instrument behind. In 2010, I moved into a five-bedroom rental house in Detroit with a bunch of young people. That same year, I checked off a life goal. I acquired a drum set. I kept it in the basement and sometimes I even played it. After a few years of living at the house, I decided to move across town to a one-bedroom apartment. Well, when I was loading up a car with my stuff, I ran out of room for the drums, but I thought, no big deal. I'll just come back for them sometime in the next couple days. That was nearly three years ago. What do you think it says about me that I've done this twice now?
1: I fully understand it. I don't think it says anything negative about you because I get it.
0: In me leaving my stuff and not being able to pick it up, you see a little bit of your own faults.
1: Yeah, of, you know, like at a certain point, once a certain amount of time has gone by on something, it makes it really difficult for me sometimes to go do
0: that. My mom tells me that for the past nine years, she's been meaning to respond to a Christmas card that she got from a relative of ours who lives in England. Everybody puts stuff off, but in my family, the procrastination haunts us. How does it feel, mom, when you drop the ball on these kinds of things. What do you think about yourself when that happens? Oh, it
1: chips away at your self-esteem, you know, and then I question, my, I'm like, why am I like this? This isn't that big of a deal. You know, why can't I just take ownership of it, take care of it, and move on?
0: Well, in this episode of Complete Me, I will be attempting to check off the seemingly impossible. It may be too late for my trumpet, but watch out, used drum set, I'm coming for you. Tonight. Here's what you need to know to understand the task at hand. Since moving out, I've been contacted by one of my former roommates who still lived at the house, Theo, on more than one occasion. Each time, he asked me if I still wanted the drums. Each time, I said yes and arranged to pick them up and never came through. One time, I failed because the night before I was supposed to pick them up, I got blackout drunk and lost my phone. Theo was my last tie to the house. I have not reached out to him this time around because I've basically cried wolf, and I do have some pride. So I do not know who currently lives at the house. Also, I don't have a car, so in order to pick up my drums, I've recruited the help of a friend.
2: Uh, I'm Bobby Colombo, and I am the proud owner of a 2007 Chrysler Town & Country.
0: In just a little bit, we plan to embark on the three-mile journey to the place where I left my drums. But first, we're having a responsible amount of alcohol at my apartment and doing what I do best, engaging in conversation rather than action.
2: All right, well, I'm curious to talk about how you think our mission today may change you.
0: I'm really scared they're not going to be there. Like part of me is hopefully optimistic. Like part of me is like, of course they're there. Like this house, like when I left it, it was kind of slummy. It's like the type of house that like, you you know, when you visit it, you're like, oh, I really like your couch. And they're like, yeah, it was there when we moved in. You know what I mean? So I just feel like, oh, of course the drums are there. But when I lived there, we weren't even on a lease, and we saw a couple foreclosure notices come in the mail. So who knows what we're going to find tonight? I have to face the facts. The drums could be gone. I tell Bobby, Honestly, if they're not there, I'm actually going to be really upset. I will be upset that I had this three-year time period and... And I failed. At this point... It's really a gamble as to whether or not the drums are going to be there. And we don't know until we go, so we should go.
2: Yeah, it's getting late.
0: I have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to turn this
2: off.
0: Do you think they look home? There's a light on.
2: Definitely a light on. The porch light's on.
0: This is already the closest I've ever gotten to picking up my drums. As we approach the porch, Bobby and I are well aware of the fact that we're unexpected visitors to a home in Detroit at night.
2: How was that knock? Was it like unassuming and friendly?
0: I don't think that was a scary knock. I hope they're home. I'm gonna look in the window. I'm trying to think if any of this furniture was here when I lived here. Uh, I don't think it was. On the porch itself, however, I spot a clue. This was here when I lived here, this ottoman, so that gives me some hope. They haven't gotten rid of everything. Let's Let's knock loud and hard. I kid you not, we end up knocking a half dozen more times. This was, I don't know what was my bigger fear. That the drums wouldn't be here, or that they wouldn't be here.
2: Eventually they'll be here. And we're just gonna have to stake out in the town and country. I'm
0: just gonna get the heat going in here. Okay. Inside the town and country, there are no binoculars. There's no pizza.
2: Um, I'm, I, I like could eat, but I'm not hungry. That's how I am. Yeah.
0: Because of the way we're parked, we're not even facing the house. Close to an hour goes by with not much to do. Luckily, Bobby and I are quite the conversationalists.
2: Like, I could not live above a field of weed.
0: You couldn't? No. I don't know if I could. Finally, I turn around to scope out the house. Oh! There's an upstairs light.
2: Yeah. Is that? Yeah, Is I that a bedroom? A, I think it's a new light on. Oh my God, let's go.
0: We knock on the front door, but still no one answers. So once again, we retreat to the town and country. Okay. Okay.
2: Let's um, let's let's go get some food.
0: Okay.
2: At some place that has a public restroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and regroup.
0: Okay. We drive up the street to get some tacos. On the way back, so we're approaching the house. The light that was on the last time we're here is still on. The light, oh, I see a person, I see a person. Did you see that?
2: No.
0: We find a parking spot. Okay, I am nervous now that I actually know somebody's here for certain, because I saw them. We walk up to the porch. Does it sound like they're coming? Hi! How are you? Facing us is a middle-aged man in a flannel shirt. Here are the actual words that come out of my mouth. My name's Laura. I used to live here. Oh, really? Yeah. In the bedroom upstairs. I'm actually doing a radio story because, um, are there drums in the basement?
2: Um, not that I know of. I've never been down there.
0: This, we learn, is Dave. He says he's lived here for about three months.
2: So what's your interest?
0: So I left some stuff here. I know you listeners think I'm just here for one thing. But in truth, I left some other stuff here too. Speakers, a crock pot, a penguin-shaped humidifier. I tell Dave about all this stuff. And, of course, I tell him about the drums. And I left them here for almost three years. Okay. And so I'm finally back to see if they're here. Do you want
2: to come in where it's warm? Yeah, that'd be great.
0: (laughs) We're in. Thank you. It feels like... I'm one letter away from a bingo. Do you mind if we go downstairs? And
2: Actually, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm
0: Dave says he has to go down to the basement anyway for a vacuum cleaner. Before we even make it to the bottom step, bingo! They're here. Yeah.
2: Successful mission.
0: So Dave, I left these drums here for nearly three years and I live just a couple, like a couple miles away. Do you think that that's, do you think there's something wrong with me?
2: Something wrong with you? Oh, that's interesting. No, um, I'm not going to say no, (laughs) I'll be honest, but I mean, everybody's got their thing. Um, I've, I've had things that I've just sort of let go. I mean, I, you know, what's more interesting is that you've decided to come back and, and try.
0: Notice that he chose to use the word try.
2: So, uh, so here's the thing: is um, Theo, who you know, is out of town until Saturday. Would you be interested in coming back? Because he's kind of like the head of the house, as it were. Um, And I don't know; I'd feel kind of weird not knowing the situation down here. And just I mean, you can take your crock pot and your I mean, whatever. Like the drums, I mean, you know, they're yours. I don't know.
0: Could we call Theo maybe because just to yeah. or text him or something yeah, because yeah. it's taken me that. three yeah. years to would get here. I would, yeah, Theo would remember. We overlapped. We lived together. And I tried to pick up the drums like three times after I left and I always oh,
2: okay. failed. Okay. It's yours. Take it. If you want to take it tonight? Just take it. If, if there's a problem. I can always say, what was your name again? Laura. Laura. I can always say, oh, yeah, Laura was by. She grabbed some of her stuff. Is that cool? And he'll be like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. Or he'll say, oh, wait, wait.
0: The three of us decide this sounds like a fair plan. We load up the drums into the back of the town and country. But then, just as we're getting ready to say farewell to Dave. Hold on. I wonder if I forgot my sticks. Just a sec. Yeah, don't
2: think
0: Got him. All right. Nice to meet you too. It was great Thanks to meet you. To so meet much. Much. Bobby. Bobby, Bobby
2: Yeah, Bye. take care. Bye.
0: Bye. Have a great night. Bye. Thanks again. All
2: right. We well, got the drums. Got the drums.
0: <laughs> it feels unreal. Next stop my drum's new home, my detached garage. Okay, will you record me playing my first drum beat in nearly three years on these drums? All right. The main reason I wanted to pick up the drums was so that I wouldn't feel like a failure. In retrieving them, I thought the reward would be crossing the task off my to-do list. What I forgot along the way was why I got the drums in the first place. As you can hear, I'm not the best drummer. But there's something about playing a beat. You just kinda zone out, you're not really focusing on anything in particular, movements become automatic. For someone like me, who tends to obsess over what I haven't done in life, drumming, is a much needed diversion. And now that I've picked them up, it's something I can actually do. Whether or not I'll get around to drumming, that's another story. You've been listening to Complete Me. I'm Laura Herberg. This episode was co-produced by Bobby Colombo. Special thanks to Audrey Dilling, Adam Presley, Zach Rosen, Kenzie Wong, and Bill Lennox. The music for this episode was composed by Bill Lennox and Bobby Colombo of Bonnie Doon.
2: Are you seriously FaceTiming me right now?
0: It's just over a week since we picked up the drums, and there's been a new development. I have to get Bobby up to speed.
2: Are you in a closet?
0: Yeah, this is where I record stuff. I tell him I got some new information the night before at a potluck. And I'm talking to this girl, and she's like, hey, so I have a story about you. The girl tells me she recently bumped into Dave, and he filled her in on our whole escapade. But turns out, when Bobby and I left with the drums, the story wasn't over. Guess what happened next, Bobby? What? I don't know. (laughs) So Theo comes home that night, and he's like, he's like, what, where'd the drums go? And he's like flipping out, and he tells David he just sold the drums on Craigslist, and some guys coming by to pick them up. we end up sending Bobby to get Theo's side of the story. You can hear that tape at the end of our next episode or online at completemepodcast.com. Speaking of the next episode, here's a little teaser. Do you know why I'm really doing this story, this particular story? I don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't. I don't know why you're doing it.
0: Well, I bought you a ticket. What? What? That's coming up on episode two of Complete Me.